Welcome, welcome. We are back. I am Dr. LJ, the holistic endo expert, and I've got my girl Alex in the house. And you know me, we're talking everything endo, pulling away from under the rug. And guess what we're talking about today? Endometriosis and how you can start incorporating ozone. Now, I know you're thinking ozone. You're like, LJ, I thought we we're trying to decrease the toxin bucket. Baby, we are, but hold on tight. We're going to break it on down for you. So I'm all about biohacking. I love the conferences. I love all the things. I will be very honest and transparent with my journey. When I first started healing from endometriosis, I was not doing all the fun hacks, right? It was basic. I'm going to put it to you honest. I was one basic bitch. I was over here doing a castor oil pack, eating organic foods, sweating, magnesium baths. And that was great, right? And the more I learned and the more I wanted to excel and elevate my healing journey, that's when I started bringing in fun stuff like coffee enemas, ozone therapy, hyperbaric chamber, the hocket. If you look at my Instagram, you see, honey, I'd be doing all the things and I wish I could do them all day long. I mean, for some of my patients, I do them all day. You see me like on the camera and you have red light on one side of my face because I'm like, oh, don't mind my infrared light. I just want to get some red light. So ozone therapy is something that is near and dear to my heart. But I'm going to be honest, I am not an ozone expert. Your girl, I know a little bit, but I brought the expert in the house today. Welcome. Welcome, Alex. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yes. So tell us a little bit about your journey, and then we're going to jump into all the juicy details of ozone. Why ozone? I can tell you about my journey. So back in 2018, I started ozone and had a great experience with it at first. I actually had strep and I tried ozone. I did ear, nasal, ear, nasal insufflations, and then drank some ozone water. The next morning I woke up and I was a completely different person. And I was like, what is this sorcery? I need to have it in my life. And I bought an ozone machine and it has gone from there. I've learned so much along the way. I've tried everything. I love to be my own guinea pig. Um, and through those five years, I've started to teach people and work one-on-one -on -one with clients, teaching them how to do home ozone therapy. I've learned so much along the way. And now it is my mission and my passion to share ozone therapy with others. I love it. Another girl like myself turned her pain into her passion. She said, I've gotten <laughs> to the other side. Now it's time to go get my peeps. So let's back up. And can you tell us a little bit about your healing journey? Like what was going on with you? Because I know you've had some mold exposure, some different things happen along the way. Like what really, you said you tried everything. What was the everything that was actually going on? Yeah. So in the beginning, um, when I tried it with strep, that was obviously an acute issue and it the next morning I felt completely different, but then I brought it in my life basically just for like a biohacking aspect. So I love working out. I'm an athlete. I've been an athlete my whole life. And so ozone oxygenates your body and I'm a huge runner. I'm a huge hiker. I'm a huge biker. So ozone is what I call and what I say all the time before a workout, it's the best pre-workout. So basically it oxygenates your body and makes your workouts that much better. So that's kind of where I first started off with ozone. So I got it in my life for biohacking purposes. But then in 2020, my husband and I moved into a moldy home. I had no idea about mold. Um, luckily, we knew how to use ozone therapy. So I utilized that as well as a bunch of other um, functional practices. But I know you've lived in mold too, and you know, the, the heartache there, but we lived in it for two years. Um, so then I really, really, really started utilizing ozone therapy to heal while I was living in mold. Um, and, and not kind of go down. I feel like not get as sick as I would have without it. And then also I use it to detox afterwards when I moved out of mold. 
We're back to the mold. I'm sorry, you guys like a broken record, but baby, mold is a killer. And don't worry, we got some more episodes coming with mold. As weird as it sounds, with this being an endometriosis podcast, the episode about mold and toxins, those two are my most popular episodes. So that tells me, even though you're managing wound wellness issues, endometriosis, autoimmune chronic illness, we're starting to learn that this whole blanket autoimmune issue, not so much of a blanket, right? We're being exposed to toxins, trauma, inflammation, heavy metals, mold, you know, gram negative bacteria. So tell us a little bit about the symptoms you were having with experiencing mold. And then I also want to throw in there, I love how Alex said she used the ozone to help her not spiral down as bad, right? Like she couldn't just up and leave that day or, you know, whatever. She had to make a transition. But I want you to realize that not everyone can heal in mold. Alex, honey, I'm throwing the red carpet out for you because you're you're definitely anomaly. I'm a little bit jealous. I personally am not one that can heal in the mold. But my toxin bucket's a little different, right? We pulled out the breast implants. We're dealing with the endometriosis diagnosis, which is totally in remission, cured, healed, whatever you want to call it. You know, I've healed a lot of other autoimmune issues. So my body's a little more sensitive. So as soon as I get into the mold, it doesn't work for me. It tears down my immune system. And let me tell you, I'm a sassy girl, but throw me in mold. That sassiness goes to straight aggression. I'm like, who is this person? Why am I acting like this? What is wrong with me? <laughs> so I'm glad that you were able to use the ozone to kind of mitigate some of those symptoms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing too. Just like you said, like everyone's bio-individual, we all have different size toxin buckets. We have different size drainage pathways, all these different things and the, and the functioning functioning of them are different, but some things that I experienced are living in mold. So it was my husband and I, and then my dog. Um, and really like the brain fog was horrible. Um, I would wake up feeling like I got hit by a bus. The fatigue was crazy. Um, and we, really would get terrible rashes. My dog would even get them. Um, and basically I think throughout that, like I, I'm not, I'm not saying the mold didn't affect me because it definitely did, but I'm saying that I think because I had ozone therapy in my life, it made it that much better. And I'm not saying that if you have ozone therapy and mold, you're going to be able to heal fully. I truly believe that you have to get out of the environment to fully detox and fully heal. Um, but ozone therapy is directly um, toxic to pathogens, which is bacteria, fungus, parasites, and fungi, which is mold. So there are different ways that you can utilize ozone therapy in your body to directly target the pathogens or the mold. And mold is really hard on your brain, hence the neurological factors like um, brain fog, all the things, you know. And so that's why doing ear insufflations, nasal insufflations, where you introduce a low stream of ozone gas into your ear, or your nose can really help um, deal with the mold issues. So in your brain. Yeah. I mold loves fat period. Like yeah. It likes to go hang out in your brain. I look at myself at videos and IG lives and things. And it's like, I've got these dark circles under my eyes. I can look at myself and realize my brain was going a million miles an answer a million miles an answer, a million miles. It was acting just like that. It was acting exactly like that where I couldn't remember and I'm tongue tied, but my mind was going a million miles an hour. I couldn't think clearly. It was very hard to like gather my thoughts and I was all over, or I was just super frustrated or I'd have a whole 10 hour workday 
a long list of things to do and still be like, I didn't get anything done, but I couldn't tell you for the life of me what I did all day. So mold, mold, mold. If you're hearing about this and you're like, I want to learn more, I will tag the other episode. I don't know what episode number it is. Maybe I'll look it up, but definitely check out that episode. So let's start with some of the basics of ozone. Like what is ozone? And then I'm just going to go straight for the question that you always get. I thought it was harmful. I thought it was toxic. Why would I want to put those toxins in my body? Let's just knock those two birds right out of there and lay that strong foundation. Cool. So the, the easiest way that I can start describing what ozone is, is to start with oxygen. So one oxygen atom is deficient in electrons and it can't exist in nature on its own, but two oxygen atoms is considered oxygen, the molecule oxygen. Okay. And that's a very stable molecule, but when oxygen is introduced to electricity with UV light, say for instance, it is split and we know one oxygen atom can't exist in nature itself. So it looks for other oxygen molecules to attach to, which thus creates ozone. Ozone is three oxygen atoms. Okay, so ozone is three oxygen atoms. And basically it is a very unstable molecule. Oxygen over here is two oxygen atoms, okay, which is stable. Ozone is three oxygen atoms. And because it's three and it's unstable, it donates that third oxygen atom, which is a process called oxidation, which is then why ozone is called an oxidative therapy, okay? Because it's increasing oxygen in the body. So that's like the basic um, explanation of ozone and oxygen. So basically ozone is just a very active form of oxygen. So what are some of the benefits of ozone? And then let's start talking about different ways that they can actually incorporate ozone therapy. And I really want to lean into a lot of the benefits because I think once again, biohacking, sometimes, you know, you see a social media post, you read a small blog, you know, you see something on the news and you're like, I think that sounds cool, but I don't have all the details. And I also know that you have a program coming up. So we're going to prime them with some of the information and then drop the details of that at the end. Cool. Yeah, we can, we can talk about that. So the, the number one thing that ozone is great at is oxygenating the body. Okay. And disease cannot thrive in a well oxygenated environment. I'll repeat it again. Disease cannot thrive in a well oxygenated environment. And we are constantly assaulted by things in our environment that are decreasing our oxygen. Okay. So ozone helps to oxygenate the body, but it also helps to improve our oxygen utilization. So that is how well our bodies are using the oxygen that is entering our bodies. So that is like one of the main benefits. And then everything else falls in from that, from that increased oxygenation. So it improves mitochondrial functioning, which is directly related to energy. Our mitochondria are so important. So, so important. Um, it reduces inflammation. It helps our bodies detoxify. Um, it addresses pathogens. So it can kill pathogens. So that's viruses, bacteria, parasites, fungi. Um, and basically all of it stems from that. And it really just helps our innate healing mechanisms work better. So those are a few benefits right off the bat. 
Yeah. It's, it's like you said, it's that extra oxygen. It's kind of like if you've ever done the hyperbaric oxygen chamber, like mm -hmm. when I get in there, I feel like a million dollars and I have to be so the only way I can describe it. And I've never done any type of recreational drug. Like I've had enough pharmaceuticals in the beginning of my healing journey to last me a lifetime. Like I don't even take ibuprofen now. Honestly, I'm allergic because I took so much of it, but I literally feel euphoric when I'm in a hyperbaric chamber. Like almost like I'm tripping out, but I'm not, but I've never tripped out. But it sounds like what people, you know, I'm like, I don't really know how to describe it. But like, I feel like I'm on top of the world. When I come out of there, I'm like, I don't know, like I could pick up a home and just lift it. Like, I feel like I'm in strong AF. And it's the same thing with ozone. Like I did it a couple mornings and I was laying there just a couple mornings ago. And it was like, I was just feeling it like go in and I don't know what it, it's like, liquid coffee. Like, I don't know how else exactly. to describe it. Like as I'm getting tongue tied, it's like, it's almost like a euphoric experience. I feel amazing. Uh, now, you know, there's nothing like fun about doing rectal insufflations and we'll talk about it. But at the end of the day, when you're not super bloated and you're not gassy, and then that gut brain connection, like your gut's a little more balanced. So your brain likes to work a little better. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm down for the insufflation. So yeah, I mean, it just really does give you that energy. I did see you talk about it as a pre-workout on Instagram. So I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Because I always do my ears in the morning. I do my rectal a little later in the day after my coffee enema. Like I've got this whole like process going. I'm going to be adding in the water. So tell us a little bit about, um, maybe you could just tell us a little bit about the stuff you have in your free ebook, because I'm sure they're going to want to grab that. And then, you know, what are some different things they can do with ozone therapy? Definitely. So in the free ebook, I just came out with it yesterday. It's called the Home Ozone Machine Buyer's Guide, but basically it talks about all the different types of ozone machines that you can use in your home. So basically there's a medical grade machine and that uses a pure oxygen source, like an oxygen tank. And that is the type of machine that you would use for internal medical purposes, like insufflations, like limb bagging or breathing ozonated oil or making ozone water for drinking. There are so many different ways that you can utilize ozone in your body, but then there are also other machines like ozone air purifiers that purify the air with ozone. And then there are water bubblers that make ozone water, or you can use them to purify your fruits and vegetables. But those machines are lower, lower price points. They don't make as pure of an ozone because they pull in ambient oxygen. And that's the air we breathe, which is about 80% nitrogen and 20% oxygen. So really the thing you want to think about when you're using ozone in your body is I need a pure oxygen source because that oxygen is going to flow into your machine. It's going to be introduced to electricity and then it's going to be turned into ozone. And really when I say like ozone gas, like when I'm putting ozone into my body, that is about 95% oxygen and like three to 5% ozone. So really you are putting a bunch of oxygen in your body and a small percentage of ozone. So that's, I just wanted to make that clear. What are insufflations? What are some of the benefits? Um, you mentioned like the ear, there's the rectal, there's the ozone water, the limb. I've never done that before. I have seen that there's like the ozone cups, like break it down for someone that's like, new to ozone. And they're like, tell me more, like, what am I doing with this? And then you mentioned the different types of machines. I only have the medical grade one. Um, I visited a friend in Boise, Idaho, and she had the one I think that you have that's like mounted on the wall. I mm -hmm. think that's the one she does for her water. She also cleans her coffee enema bag with that one. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So there are the, the ways that I talk about with my clients, there are 11 ways that you can practice homos on therapy on yourself. So one of the easiest ways to 
to, to start with ozone would be drinking ozone water. And usually it's pretty well tolerated. So basically you put the tube of ozone or you put the ozone tube in and there's a diffuser stone. And basically that saturates the water with ozone gas and then you can drink it. And it's really great for digestive problems, anything um, in your digestive tract. So that's a really easy way to start with ozone. It's simple to make and it's also simple to take. Um, and then you can also use ozone oil. So basically that's any oil infused with ozone gas. And this is great for anything topical. You can make your own suppositories, rectal or vaginal. You can ingest ozone oil. Um, there are so many different ways you can use it, but those are two really easy ways to just get started with ozone. But if you're, if you're a little bit more adventurous, like you and I, insufflations are a really great healing modality. And basically what an insufflation is, is when you introduce ozone gas either into your ears, your nose, your rectum, or your vagina. Okay. And there are different ways you can do it. You can use an insufflation bag. You can use a syringe. Um, but basically you're just introducing ozone, which is three atoms of oxygen into the body. And then when ozone interacts with tissues in your body, it creates peroxides or ozonides. Okay. And these are more stable molecules and ozonides are the ones that are actually doing the work in your body. And these are the stable molecules that then can last in your body for days or weeks. And these are having all the beneficial properties and qualities that are then affecting you and helping you out with whatever it is you're looking to benefit from. Yeah, that makes sense. As soon as you said that, it makes me think about the people that I work with or clients and patients that have like rashes and dermatitis and eczema. And sometimes they're like, LJ, I'm in a flare. Like, what do I do now? And I'm like, take a bath with like Epsom salt. But sometimes I'm like, you need to get some baking soda and peroxide. And they're like, what? I'm like, trust me, get in there. And it's like, it will immediately turn off that histamine response. Now it's not going to get to root cause. We still got some root mm -hmm. cause work to do, but it's something about like peroxide and baking soda. You're like, this is weird, but it's working. <laughs> so yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the other ways, like you were talking topically too, like with ozone, you can do limb bagging. So basically this is a topical treatment. So what you do is you put a bag around your arm or around your leg. You use a little, um, like thing to kind of stop it from the ozone escaping at the top. And then you flood that area with ozone gas for 10, 20, 30 minutes. It doesn't matter basically depending on whatever your symptoms are, um, shows you the length that you need to do it. But, um, so that's a topical treatment as well as ozone cupping, which it's, it's basically just like a little cup and then ozone gas floods the area. And that's really good for anything topical, like wounds or scars, scar tissue, eczema, um, warts, or like tick bites, if you want to cleanse the area or, um, bug bites, anything like that. So uh, when we talk about ozonated oils, what are some of the top ways that people can use ozonated oil? Like I know for me, um, you know, if I have like a skin breakout or like some acne, I'm like, grab the ozonated oil. I also know when I'm detoxing, like we were talking before we got on here, um, when I'm having some detox, like almost like a Herxheimer, like my skin is like starting to get rashy and itchy. I'm like, Oh, I just put the ozone oil on there. Right. Like it doesn't smell amazing when I'm going in public. So if you ever smell me in whole paycheck and I smell like ozone oil, like, yeah, it's probably because I'm wearing some, but I'm just running a quick errand and I hope no one notices, but it works so well. <laughs> it does. It works really well. And that's, that's a funny thing. So like I, I'll look at reviews just because I love seeing like on Amazon or whatever, because people aren't familiar with the smell of ozone. Mm 
And it is a very pungent smell. I've come to love it. But some people are like, this oil is rancid, blah, blah, blah. It's terrible. But no, it's not rancid. That's just the smell of ozone. And it's a very unique smell. But there are so many different ways you can use it. Yes, anything topical. Um, you can also get an empty capsule, put the ozone oil in it, and then take it orally, digest it for digestive problems. You can make you can make or buy suppositories, so rectal or vaginal suppositories. So anything, say you have like a yeast infection or something going on down there, pop in an ozone oil suppository. You can try that. Um, my dad has prostate cancer and I've been trying to get him to do rectal suppositories and put that ozone oil right in that area. So like with ozone, the thing you wanna remember is the closest you can get to the actual problem, the better. Um, so like with the prostate, you put it right there, it gets it close. So that would be a good, a good option there. Um, and I use it on my dog. You can use it to brush your teeth. You can use it as deodorant. There are really so many different ways you can use it. It's really the only limit is your creativity. <laughs> and I can be pretty freaking creative when I need <laughs> to be. Let some rash or let something come up and let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, so what else can you tell us about ozone? Because I'm sure that you, you have a really, really amazing page and we'll put your Instagram because you guys are want to get want to get connected. But what are some of the frequently asked questions that you get? I know it's usually the smell. People are like, what's wrong with this? I love the smell of ozone, but I just may be weird. I don't know. Like, I love it. I'm used to it. I put it in my sauna. Um, sometimes I'll go to a spa here in, um, I about said Denver. I, have, I don't know why. <laughs> So funny. Like, I know I don't live in Denver, but recently I've been messing up and saying Denver. That's a <laughs> I've been talking to all my Denver friends. Um, but I go to a spa here and we have the Hocket, right? So you're getting the oxygen, the steam, the ozone, everything. Like, I love the smell of it. But for some people, yeah, like, I think it's like, what's going on? Why do I smell weird? But what are some of the other, like, frequently asked questions or things that people usually get a little confused about when it comes to ozone? Yeah, so one of the big ones... Um, Basically, people think that ozone is smog and that it's a toxic pollutant. And this is one that I try to hit home a lot on my Instagram page because ozone is not pollution. It, it, so ozone is basically used by Mother Nature to clean up the man-made mess. So ozone, it's not the cause, it's a correlation. So basically, it is in it is in the area that the pollution is in, but in such a small concentration, but it's easier to measure. So all the like weather people and all this and that have started to basically call pollution ozone. And it's, it's really just, it's not the cause of pollution. It's just a correlation and it's mother nature's way of cleaning up the man-made mess. And it's really, I feel like humans way of, blaming nature for our problems as well. Um, but then with everything that you'll, you'll read about ozone, it's saying it's a toxic pollutant with no known medical applications, this and that, but I don't know how far you want me to get into this, but basically you can't patent ozone. It is, so there's no way for people, we'll say, to profit off of it. So instead they might talk bad about it and say, here, buy my drugs instead. Um, and so really there's just a lot of misinformation around ozone that I try to bring to light and really just helping people kind of question the norm and, and, and realize that there are more ways to heal than what we've been told. And basically just digging a little bit deeper and shedding light on things that deserve to be heard and that can help people. 
Absolutely. And I'm going to chime in and piggyback on this. And we've learned in the last two and a half, three years, but during the scandemic, we've learned that just because someone gets on the news and says it, just because someone in a white coat, you know, gets up there, you know, makes all these things, you know, says all these things, we've learned that we can't trust that. And so we have to get a little bit wiser and really advocate for ourselves, right? Some of the stuff that's being said is true. Some of it's not. But it really is your responsibility. And I talk a lot about, about, you know, about this with advocating for your health. See what's going on with your health. Talk to your doctor and be okay with doing the research. I also have an episode where we talked a little further about not just being that person. Well, I haven't seen the research. There's tons of things out there that may not have all the research or made it to PubMed. But when you're looking at a clear like before and after, or you're like, hey, I've had 5,000 people in my office, this is what I've seen, then I think sometimes we need to kind of go with our gut. You know, you have to do with what you're comfortable with. But what I always say is, you know, you didn't research when you went down to Taco Bell and got that new taco, right? You didn't research and do all that deep diving when you started taking that pain pill because you wanted the pain to stop right now. So I get it. I get it. You want all the research, but I'm just like, if you want to over-research all the holistic and functional stuff, I think your eyes will be really wide open. Like it'll be a throat punch Thursday, right? When you start researching some of this other stuff, that's just more conveniently pushed. There's another agenda. Not saying to stop all your pharmaceuticals, not saying not to listen to your doctor, but what I am saying is you need to follow your gut and you know your body. I started ozone therapy during that and started sharing about it um, and realized that there was a huge need in the market. And you can go out to a clinic and get ozone therapy, and that's a perfect way to do it if that's how you want to do it. But it can get very expensive. And with the simple treatments, you can do them at home. But it is important to know the right dosing. It's important to know how to do it properly because you can overdo it. And the equipment, some people don't know how to use an oxygen tank. They think it's very dangerous. So there are a lot of different factors that go into practicing at home. So basically, I take you from novice to expert in a home ozone therapy setting where you can learn how to one, learn about your toxic burden first, release your toxins, open your drainage pathways because you have to have flowing drainage pathways first. And then you can move into ozone therapy because ozone therapy is going to do a lot of killing, but your body has to be able to release those toxins. So if you aren't pooping, your whole system is backed up and you need to be able to be pooping regularly, sweating regularly, all the things in order to practice ozone therapy. So it's not just like you're, you get a machine and you're good to go. So it's a, it's a, it's a very long process. So this course helps someone go again from novice to expert with ozone therapy, basically learning their body, like you said, becoming their best advocate. Of course, you can always work with a doctor. You can do all these things, but it, there's so much power in being self-sovereign with our own bodies and our health. So this program is to help you learn your body, learn ozone therapy and heal whatever it is that is ailing you. I love it. So where can they find more information about this? Is there like a waiting list or where do they go? Yes, there is a wait list. And also, so I have it, the link in my bio on Alex Hildahl, on my Instagram, it's A-L-I-X-H-I-L-D-A-L. Um, and then also you can find the ebook, which will take you to the wait list as well, but that's alexhildahl.com slash ozone healing academy. So quick question with the ozone water, because I'm new to this one. So I'm like, I'm going to incorporate it. Now, ozone is very energizing for me. Sometimes I can do it in the evenings. I get to where like anything past four, 
I mean, I don't want to say it's like caffeine because I'm not sensitive to caffeine, but it's like if I do it too late, that 6 p.m. ozone hit, that could have your girl going till 1 a.m. So I have to have like a 4 p.m. cutoff. I have to like, but if I want to drink some ozone water, do you think it would be the same? If doing what? the same? If I did the ozone water in the evening, do you think it would give me that same kick and have me like, because it just gives me so much energy. I'm like, I can't do anything ozone too late. I can do the ozone oils on my skin and I can sleep with those. But like anything else, it's too energizing for my body. Yeah. And so I, I, you, I would listen to your body. It seems like you're very in tune, you know? And, and one thing that I tell my clients and what I do is drink ozone water in the morning. So it's the best on an empty stomach. So basically right when you wake up, you get that hit of hydration and also oxygen. So really what I like to do is drink it that. And what I always recommend is to drink ozone water on an empty stomach. So first thing in the morning, you get that boost and then you're ready for the rest of the day. You could also try an ozone water enema. Ooh, yeah, that's on my list as well. So, okay. We just confirmed, like I said, Dr. LJ don't know everything. I'm not, I'm not too proud to ask a question. So knowing my history with ozone and how much it just kind of gives me that little zip, I'm going to start with the empty stomach. Yeah. I would just say if follow your intuition, follow your gut. If this sounds something that, if this sounds something like it may help you, or you feel from an internal perspective that I'm like, Whoa, that's, that's interesting to me. Then follow that little glimmer, you know, like no one can tell you what's best for you besides you. So if this interests you, maybe it is worth a little bit more exploration.